Hi, and welcome to Heart to Heart, a Kingdom Hearts podcast where I, Austin, explain the Kingdom Hearts series to my friends. So, hello, I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> um, that's Cronus, they're dope, and that's, uh, up there, that's Darylise, she a baddie? Yo! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Mess, I, I like missed died. whatever made everybody laugh right as I was doing the the intro. So uh, apologize for this chaotic <laughs> intro. Okay, what made me laugh is because you do the intro and the outro to shut us up, and it's hilarious every time. Oh, okay. <laughs> what made me laugh was the past couple times you've tried to start the intro. We, I was talking during it, and this time. We were still talking during it, and um, that's all I'm laughing at, and oh, the intros I, and outros are just so hard. I laughed because as soon as you started, I said, our intro and outro music is back. Oh, see, I, I couldn't hear what you said. I just knew you said something. Well, I swear, as soon as you started talking, I had started saying it, and I was like, our intro and outro music is back, right when you were introducing the podcast, and then it made me laugh. And then, <laughs> and then I look over at the screen, and I see Riley like... That makes me. Yeah, Riley is a little sunburnt, and so our their face just turned this like color of scarlet. It was glorious and beautiful. It's my favorite color. Thank you. Lilith, uh, Lilith is using me to become friends with Austin. It's really. (laughs) (laughs) I see. Um. Lilith literally told me the other day we were hanging out on the couch. I was like, who are you messaging? And she was like, oh, I'm talking awesome. Blah, 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 blah. She's like, you know, I don't always like the friends you introduced me to, but Austin's really cool. And I was like, Ew. <laughs> I am really okay. cool. Thanks, Lilith. I'm keeping that in the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. But like, who do I introduce you to? Because I introduced you to like one person before they speak. They didn't. <laughs> she didn't like him. It's me. She doesn't like me. Oh no. Darlene. She doesn't know you. Fair. Yeah. No, she, you she go knows... into situations and you Assuming automatically everyone assume you. everyone hates you. Yeah. Then it only gets life. better from there. Yeah, either your expectations are met, or it's a happy surprise that somebody doesn't hate you. You see, I I go into every situation being like, everyone will love me, because that's their only option, because that's the Leo moon, you know? Um, And then they don't immediately Ah. conform to what I expect it to look like for them to love me. Uh, And then they hate me, and I go on and ghost them and have mental breakdowns, Aquarius Sun and Gemini Rising. Um, And I'll never tell them I'm upset with them, Pisces, Mars. Um, And instead, when they come to me and they're like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yeah! And then I shit talk them behind their back because they hate me. (laughs) Oh Oh my my God. I really hope you never shit talk about me. No, if I shit talk you to your face, you're fine. We're best. Yeah, Cronus straight up said, Darylise, I hate you because you're a Gryffindor. Once. I think that was oh, on the podcast. I didn't no, say not that. Not originally. We've just. I, I think, think we brought said it up. Gryffindors and Slytherin don't usually get along. I'm turning a talent. <laughs> so this just in. Cronus hates me. I don't. Oh my. <laughs> you wouldn't know if I. Because you just shit talk me to Riley and Austin. <laughs> Riley. Oh, do we not tell uh do we not tell Darylise about the shit talking you do? Oh god. So so, first of all, people. I mostly oh, shit talk Riley to Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean mostly? Wait a minute. <laughs> Did you just like come out here like nah Darylise, me and you, cool. I talk shit to your face. It's Riley I shit talk occasionally not to their face. No, no, no you, you misunderstand. You misunderstand. Cronus said the person they shit talk the most 
is Riley, and it's to their face. I said to Riley. I should talk about you to you. I actively, when I'm bullying you, you know it. You said mostly. Mostly? The person they bully the most. Yes! It's not saying most of the time I shit talk Riley. It's to them. It's mostly I shit talk Riley to them. Let's be real. We know who Krona shit talks the most. <laughs> My mother? Oh, no! My God! <laughs> My mother? You said it so soft. Like, is it true? Do you know? <laughs> I do talk a lot of shit, but I don't say it to her face because this is where the Pisces Mars comes in. And instead, I'm like, aw, it's really nice. Yeah. I don't really shit talk to somebody's face unless they're a friend. Then he straight up tells you he hates you as soon as you wake up. So this is the energy <laughs> we're bringing this week, just so, just so everyone's aware. <laughs> Fucking ready. We're going to wreck Let's do this. Yeah, we're going to beat up some Heartless. Uh, now we're going to viciously bully the Heartless to their face. (laughs) 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 Who needs Keyblade when you have wit and digging insults? Vicious mockery. (laughs) Roll for initiative. (laughs) <laughs> good spell for low levels at least it is absolutely never mind I'm done so do you guys remember what happened last week yeah yeah Jafar listen I've got this Jafar okay. is the OG heartless and he's a piece of shit and we don't stand that right. happened literally uh-huh. that's all that's what happened there uh mm-hmm. secondly Jack not good. Jack the <laughs> skeleton, not the pirate. Skeleton Jack. He really be out here not learning shit about shit. And we're like, hey, behave. And we beat up a bunch of guys and got the presents back. And I think we locked some. We beat children up children. Yeah. We beat up and children, locked, locked them, them in a crate. It was just to contain them in that moment because then by the cutscene they're out of the boxes and we're talking. That's mm. fair. I also, when I'm babysitting children, just casually lock them in a crate for just a moment while I do the dishes. No biggie. Just so that you can get the other ones also in their crates so that they aren't all running around making a mess, you know. This you whole what I do game is about okay. child abuse. No, I, I understand that it's not okay, <laughs> but also it's lock, shock, and barrel so I don't feel too terrible. True. <laughs> That's horrible children. deaths. Children with trauma, you're okay with it happening too. <laughs> They're oh. used to it, it's fine. They're oh my. It's what is going to happen? Trauma? They're inherently oh. evil. They're not Whoa. inherently evil. They're like, fine. Okay. Okay, Torque. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> no. And yeah, then Jack and Sally agreed to go on a date. Also, something. something about Luke Skywalker, I think. I wasn't listening at that point. <laughs> Luke Skywalker Luke has a sword. No, yeah. no. Luke Skywalker has a motherfucking sword and it's evil and we don't stand. No, wait. I don't. No, we do stand. We stand <laughs> Luke Skywalker. We don't scan, stand Lux the Sucks dick. What? I thought, the, <laughs> I thought the villain of Star Wars was Darth Vader. <laughs> Yeah, Correct. yeah, and Darth well, Vader no, is Luke's the sucks. Luke's sword became a nobody, and he sucks. Wait, I'm sorry. Were we in the Star Wars universe last time? There no. is no Star Wars world in Kingdom Hearts then at why, this point. Why is Luke Skywalker? You can't here? erase Star Wars. He's not. He's not. You can't erase it. We were talking about mm-hmm. Luke's sword. And they said that sounded like I'm saying Luke's sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I absolutely wasn't paying attention during this. I just kept hearing Luke's sword, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's lasers, but that's fine. <laughs> it's a lightsaber, first of all. 
Listen, we're going to have to do like a live episode where we let people watch when we say this shit because Austin's face is just dying inside. And it's so funny. So wait, who's Luxor? 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 Luxor is a nobody. the organization member that we fought in Port Royal. He's blonde. He says he's the one who says it's not the one with the, with the oh okay he's not the one with the sitar. No, no, he, okay. he, he's no. the one who makes gambling and card and dice puns all the time. He's the mm. token gambling character. Okay, remember? I thought we were talking about Tyler. We were. No. It was like an undercurrent. It was kind subtext. of like big subtext. Subtext. Yeah, we he we subtweeted him and we. Well, I was listening enough. To try and boost him up. <laughs> um, but I'm really glad because I was wondering why we were suddenly sabered up or whatever. <laughs> no sabers. She already kids. hates this episode. We're going to space! <laughs> um, it's for that cosmic razzle-dazzle. Does, does Star Wars come in? Because I really want to nope. see the werewolf. What? So, hold on. What? what did you fucking Are you, you talking about the Chewbacca? Wookie? Space werewolf. Oh my. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so the the, ship, the dying face is so good. The gummy ship lands in the pride lands. <laughs> Lion you see how Sora. he just shuts us up? Lion Sora. <laughs> Bird Donald and Turtle Goofy. Walk through the savannah, uh. and then they run into Shenzi, Bonsai, and Ed. Love them. Shen Shenzi. Oh, it's you guys. Man, we were hoping for a meal. Hiya. Don't give me that hiya stuff. Thanks to you clowns, we're back to scavenging scraps for a living. Ed laughs. Come on, it's not that bad. I enjoyed the weak dead elephant we had yesterday. Hey, how's Simba? And then Shenzi laughs. We gotta laugh every time we hear that dude's name. Oh, say it again. Simba. And then Shenzi laughs one more time. Simba. <laughs> and Shenzi laughs. And they say Simba one last time. And all three of them laugh. That's enough. Go on then. See for yourself. Simba is one wishy-washy king. And they walk uh -oh. away. And as they're walking away, Bonsai says, Yeah, I bet about now. Even some of those high and mighty lionesses were wishing they'd gotten themselves a different king. Gorsh, what do you think could have happened? What well, has he done? Let's go find Simba and see. So the group heads to Pride Rock. Uh, on the way there, or at, when they get there, they see like a a shadowy version of Scar. Uh, but Sora runs up to it, but it disappears. Huh? A ghost? We better tell Simba about this. Wonder if he's up there. So they proceed like up, up on Pride Rock. Uh, they don't see him like hanging out on the the overlook. So they walk up to a lioness. Or a lioness walks up to them. Have you come to see Simba? We saw Scar's ghost. An omen like that could only be foretelling the end of our pride. Yet King Simba won't do a thing. I guess just being the son of a great king doesn't necessarily mean he's ready to rule the kingdom himself. Trust me, Simba will think of something. The time for thinking has passed. We need him to take action, as his father would have done. He ruled with courage and pride. I remember it like it was yesterday, the mighty Mufasa. Simba will do all that, too. You'll see. I'm not so sure. And she walks off. So the, the group enters the king's den, and Simba's like, You came back. Are you okay? You don't look so good. Uh, hey, Simba, why don't we team up and do something about that Scar ghost? It seems like everybody's real worried about it. Uh, so how's your? So now's your big chance to show them what you're really made of. And Simba like gets annoyed. That doesn't concern you. And then, but then he calms what? down when he sees uh, like the look on their faces. Sorry, it, it's okay. I just, I wish I knew what my father would do. But he's not here, Simba. 
It's all up to you now. Oh. And that means oh, the important the important thing is what you're gonna do being the king, not what your father would have done. So you're saying it's all up to me? See? There you go. And then Timon and Pumbaa. Exactly. Timon. We know your dad was a great king and all, but now it's your turn. Remember what I taught you. You gotta put the past behind you. It's time to go out there and show everybody things are gonna be just fine. Yeah, you can do it. And Timon. You gotta live for today. And Pumbaa. And find your own path. Live for today. And find my own path. Not my father's. That's it. And Nala walks up at, at this. I'm glad to hear you say that, Simba. Nala! Promise me you'll help Simba any way you can. And then Timon, as long as Sora handles the dangerous parts. And Sora nods. I'm counting on you, Simba. And so is our baby. Wow! Fucking bomb! What the hell? Yeah. Hey, guess what, everybody? Kiara. I'm pregnant. Kiara! Which means Kovu! Kovu! Loved Kovu. Aw, oh, man, Lilith is gonna call us furry in this recording. <laughs> Official statement. PSA. Lilith, don't. Don't come at us. Don't. I can't. Lilith, Lilith, would Allie do this? Would Allie want you to call us out in this way? No. No, he wouldn't. We watched the entirety of Squid Games in one night. Eight, eight and a half hours. Such a good show. Yeah, oh, uh, we, we hate Sangwoo, but we do love Ali. Well, we love oh, yeah. Ali. Gotta love Ali. He's dead now. Yeah. Wow, spoiler alert. Oh my god, I yeah. No I already told you about that, Riley. Oh. Oh, yeah! Sorry to spoil the whole show to you. Wait, is that the the like Korean the Pakistani show? guy? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. We hate you, Sungwoo. We also hate the other Sungwoo. If you are into killing stalking, thank you. <laughs> uh, Timon calls out. Great. Now we're gonna have to babysit, <laughs> and everybody laughs. Let's go see Rafiki first. I'm sure he'll be able to tell us something about that ghost. So they will all, all walk over to Rafiki. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I can't do it, Rafiki. The king, he is ready to be king? I think so. Can you tell us about Scar's ghost? Oh, yes, the ghost, a being with no body. It is created when the evil heart of Scar meets the hesitating heart of Simba. Hesitating? Oh, you thought you were not? Gorsh. That ghost sounds just like a heartless. Hmm, I don't know. You're right, you don't. But you do know it is upsetting, and it is upsetting the hearts of everybody in the Pride Lands. You may not know what it is, but it still is. This world is full of many such things, and these things a king must face. It is a test that has been set for you, Simba. That's all? Come on, you have to tell us more about the ghost. No, not today. But the hyenas in the elephant graveyard may know more. Does not matter, though. There is little the Simba of late can do. Ah, don't say that. Not when he's ready to try. In his head, perhaps. But what about his heart? Forget it, Sora. Let's head for the elephant graveyard. So they rush back to the elephant graveyard and uh, see the hyenas. Hey, you! And then Bonsai. Oh, come on. Can't you guys just leave us alone? Do you three know anything about Scar's ghost? Shinzi. Huh? Scar's ghost? And Ed laughs. Maybe. You do know. And they run around, beat them up enough so that they stop moving. It's kind of like the same thing we did with the kids, only we aren't locking them in boxes. Yeah, because uh, so we they're adults. Oh, no biggie. Yeah. <laughs> so we beat them up <laughs> enough so that they aren't running around everywhere, and then, <laughs> oh no, I guess you caught us all. What are we gonna do? And then Ed laughs. Tell me about Scar's ghost. Sorry, we don't know nothing. Oh, wait, it's coming back to me. That's the one who only hangs around Frady Cats, right, Bonsai? Enough. Ed laughs as the ghost appears behind them. And there it is. 
Must be a fraidy cat around here somewhere. Simba, do something. How does it feel to be king? Why, you must be a truly inspiring ruler by now. And Simba starts to back away. After all, you are the son of the great Mufasa. And Simba runs away. Where are you going? Ah, Simba, running away as always. The ghost vanishes, and the three hyenas laugh and run off. Gorsh, I guess Rafiki was right. You mean Simba's still unsure? Seems like. Do you think there's some way we can help? Hmm. We just start by talking to Simba some more. Let's head back to the Pride Lands. So they return to Pride Rock. Uh, Nala asks where Simba is. Well, uh... And then Rafiki walks up. He ran away. I knew it would not be easy for him. To face his fears, he must go somewhere that, where the only thing to think of is what to do and not what others think of him. Why didn't you just say so? But where's Simba now? And then Timon. Hey, I know. He's at the Oasis. It's our favorite hangout. Got it. Let's check it out. Timon and Pumbaa decide that they're staying there because Simba will smell uh, Pumbaa coming and avoid them. <laughs> but we rush back to the Oasis. Uh, well, as we're on our way, we see Simba is dreaming in the Oasis and he wakes up suddenly. Father? Hmm, it seems your daddy has abandoned you. How sad. Simba whirls around and growls, just as Sora, Donald, and Goofy walk in and see Simba with the ghost. But Simba's backing away towards the cliff of the oasis, and the ghost is pressing forward uh, in a very familiar scene. Simba! And they rush up to, like, interpose themselves between Simba and the ghost, and it vanishes. It's no use. I'll never be the king my father was. But Simba... That's not what you're supposed to be. You can't be Mufasa. You can only be you. And everybody believes you. Yeah. Everybody believes in you as a king. They just want to see what you'll do. And if anyone's saying they liked your father better, it's only because you haven't done much yet. That's all. I know that. Then stop moping and do something. I can't. Fine. Let's go, Sora. Yeah. Why stick around if he's not going to try? And they start to walk off, and Goofy stays behind for a second. Uh, and Sora calls off, out, Come on, Goofy. And Goofy follows them. The ghost appears again, uh, and Sora, Donald, and Goofy are all hiding behind a log. And they try to speak for the ghost. So Sora, trying to do a scar... I'm just going to do it all in a scar voice, but know that this is Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Uh all pretending to be the ghost. The hesitant king will one day lose all his friends. King Simba the Doubtful, worried by a silly old ghost. Oh, Simba the Do-Nothing King. It's really fucked up. Okay. Simba's glaring at the ghost. No, try and stop me. And Simba leaps at Scar's ghost and it vanishes. Uh, but Sordon and Goofy run in. You did it! The ghost is gone! We knew you could do it! Hooray for Simba! You know, I'm really lucky to have friends who will stand by me and help me see clearly. My father wasn't so fortunate. There you go they, again. They literally just walked out on him. Like, two seconds before that. They pretended and to walk out him. so that they could gaslight him. I'm so glad I have friends who stick by me after they just walked out and gaslight they really said Sora can't do anything wrong. Nothing he can do is wrong. Everybody adapts to Sora's behavior. And I'm not I get living. What, I get what they were going for. Of like them trying to like urge him on in some manner. But yeah, it doesn't come across very well. I mean, everyone here and in the Pride Lands wants me to succeed. Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Pumbaa, Timon, Rafiki. Nala, you all want what's best for me. But my father always had Scar lurking behind his back, trying to cut him down. I've got to make the most of my blessings and rebuild this kingdom. Are you going to say it or do it? Wait and see. And Timon runs up. 
Simba! Simba, come quick! There's a bazillion ghosts of Scar haunting the Pride Lands. Everybody but Nala hightailed it out of there, and now she needs your help. So we rush back to Pride Rock, and when we get there, we see Pumbaa standing between Nala and a Scar's ghost. We're here! Where's Simba? And they turn around, bowing as Simba walks uh, in front, from behind them to in front of them. I've come back, Nala. And the ghost then leaves, uh, leaves Nala and starts approaching Simba. Get out. And the ghost disappears. Way to go, Simba. And Simba and Nala embrace uh, until there's a really, like, a powerful darkness that we see off in the savannah. Are you with me? Now and forever, your majesty. And Sardal and Goofy bow to Simba before they all run off to the savannah. And we see that, like, all these scar ghosts are sort of merging together. And they form one really fucking big heartless. That's kind of like a giant dinosaur with, like, another, like, a little mini ecosystem on its back with another heartless up there. But it's all one boss. They all defeat it. And it disappears, and then later they meet up on Pride Rock. Simba seems fine now. And Rafiki. Ha! The king has returned. The Pride Lands will not forget King Simba's courage, or the courage of those who fought beside him. Do you think your quest will ever be over? I don't know, but I think as long as the Keyblade stays with me, I'll have to keep fighting. Ah, the struggle never ends. That is the great circle of life. Never ever? The secret to victory is a strong heart. And he points to the sky, and they all look up. Go on, go on, go then. Uh, and Sora says, Till we meet again, your majesty. I hope that's soon. It will be. So long. Uh, and everybody, like, waves goodbye. As much as, you know, animals can. Yeah. Um, and then we see, you know, the, the painting where, uh, Rafiki does his Simba paintings. We see underneath that there's a lion cub, a duck, and a dog. Uh, and then right after we see that, we get the Pride Lands title card, and we're done with Pride Lands. Aw, man. So we're done with Goofy. Fly that gummy ship right back on over to Hollow Bastion, where they see Heartless again running around. Wait a sec. I thought everyone was... I thought everything was supposed to be under control here. And they see that a town's defense system starting up, which uh, should be good, but you know. Must be Organization 13 again. We better go see Leon. Uh, we end up running into Scrooge, who says, Bless me, bagpipes. I did it. I recreated sea salt ice cream. Mm, can we try some? Of course. And he hands an ice cream bar to Donald, who takes a lick. Oh boy, this is good. Sora, uh, yeah, Sora and Goofy also have some. So salty, but sweet. Aye, it's unique. When I was a lad, all the kids were crazy for it. Uh, but they continue on, and they, uh, as they go like down into the town area, out of the like business area that they always land in, the defense system attacks them. And then they see several of the Heartless that they saw inside of Tron's world out here. Oh. Uh, after they defeat them, the door to Merlin's house opens and Yuffie walks out. Come on in. Wait a second. What happened to this place? Didn't that Heartless look like the ones from Tron's world? Come on, just get inside. So they go inside Merlin's house. And they see Sid typing up the computer. Hurry up, Sid. Give me a second. Confound it. Hurry. Why, you... What's going on? Talk about your good timing. The MCP is wreaking havoc inside the computer. Not again. According to Leon, anyway. He went over to Ansem's study to find out what all the ruckus was about. Uh, and we cut over to see Leon and Aerith in the study. And you know how I said there was a big window in the actual computer room that you could see the Heartless Factory? Well, it is actively, like, producing these uh, these Tron world heartless. Like, they're basically being pulled out of the Tron world and into the real world. It turns out the MCP is using the data on that computer to crank out heartless. The MCP's been messing around with the town's control system, too. That MCP sure doesn't know when to quit, does it? That's a computer program for you. How's Tron doing? 
We can't reach him. We figure he must have been forced onto the game grid. And it don't sound like a particularly fun game either. Uh. We'll go check on Tron. Thanks, kid. We're putting together an MCP eradication program. I got a hunch it's almost finished, too. Merlin. Well, I hope your hunch is right for once. Uh, Sid gives Merlin a look. They keep... They bicker a little bit. Listen, we're gonna need Tron's help when that eradicator's completed. Don't sweat it. We'll make sure to tell Tron. Remember, boys, we're counting on you. Roger. Uh, so the three proceed to the postern, which is right outside the castle. And Yuna of the gull wings flies up and says, Liars! What? Leon doesn't have any treasure. And we fought for you guys. Donald? Well, I had to tell him something. I don't see how this is going to work out. So, what should we do? And they talk amongst themselves for a second. We're just going to have to take your treasure. But we don't have anything. Are you sure? And Riku, with two Ks, floats over and inspects Sora. Hmm, let's take a look. And searches over Sora, and then Donald, and Goofy. And she flies over to Yuna. Hey, Uni, I took a look, and sure enough, and she whispers in Yuna's ear. Okay, we've decided. The Gullwings are taking all your items. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, fooey. This stinks. So not cool. Look, I'm sorry we tricked you, but... Forget about it. Leon told us the whole story. He said your journey's been pretty rough. So it wouldn't be right if we took your things. We'll root for you. Here, this is from us. And uh, there's a treasure chest there now. And inside it, we find a keychain for another keyblade. Uh, we continue into the castle and make it to the study. Leon is like on edge. So when he hears them walk in, he like turns around with a sword ready. Oh, gosh, it's only us. Puts his blade down and they walk further in. And then Aerith. You can't talk to Tron if this room gets taken over. Did you check in with Sid? Uh-huh. And the Eradicator? It's almost done. Great. Say, Leon, why don't you go work with Sid? I have this place under control. Are you sure? All by yourself? And she gives him a pissy look. Uh, sorry. It's all yours. How's Tron? We still can't get in touch with him. Maybe you guys should give it a shot. No, we'll go talk to him in person. Then I have a favor to ask. When you find Tron, could you tell him to come to the I.O. Tower? That's where we'll upload the MCP eradication program. The I.O. Tower. Got it. Thanks. And watch your backs. Sora accesses the computer and they're all transported into the pit cell. Uh, and all around the Tron world, the Heartless are walking around. Gorsh, I hope Tron's okay. Me too. Let's head for the game grid. So they transport on over to the game grid. Uh, at the same time, we see Leon entering Merlin's house. Uh, Leon says, finished? Would be if it weren't for the old loon's magic. Old loon, you say? I'm trying to work here. Merlin points his wand at Sid. Oh, I'll show you who's old. And casts a spell and Sid types the last few lines of code and the disc pops out. Merlin, or Sid grabs the disc uh, just as Merlin's spell hits the keyboard and knocks Sid to the floor, but Sid's holding up the disc. There you go, Leon. One homemade program. A loony wizard special. He gives the disc to Leon, uh, and Merlin's tapping on his hand. Tapping his wand on his hand. This had better work. I'm off. Be on your guard. Uh, then we, uh, Sword Donald and Goofy, enter the game grid. And they see Tron fighting a bunch of Heartless um, using his little disc thing. I think it's called an identity disc in Tron. Careful, watch out. They, they help fight these Heartless and then everybody returns to the pit cell. You really saved me. Don't mention it. What's going on here? The MCP is ready to wage all-out war against the users. What's been happening on the outside? Well... There's this machine for making Heartless, and it's gone totally berserk. The town's control system is having problems too, but Sid's putting together a program that can de-res the MCP. Once we pick it up at the I once we pick it up at the I.O. Tower, he thinks we can use it to stop the MCP for good. Let's try it. Great. 
so who's this Sid? He's a friend of ours. Leon, Merlin, Aerith, Yuffie, they're all on the outside worrying about you, Tron. I must have a lot of user friends. And Sora nods. That program ought to be done by now, don't you think? To the tower! Let's go. So they run to the I.O. tower. Meanwhile, we also see Leon running back to the castle. As they get there, they hear, uh, or as Leon gets back to the computer room, there's a, the MCP's voice says, Warning, user control is terminated indefinitely. Leon struggles with the computer and starts pounding his fist on the keyboard. No good. Leon, let me try. And Aerith takes the disc in her hands and she nods. This is your final warning. Stop at once. And Aerith walks over to the disk drive and inserts the disk. Bon appetit. Don't talk with your mouth full. What? What are you loading? And back in the computer, the group is there, and uh, the system lights up, and Tron smiles. There. All right. And Tron jumps up into this, like, light beam that comes down from them uploading the program, and, uh, like... Sucks it all, sucks the program into his identity disk. What's it like? This is very strange. That's where that's magic. Huh. There's a power booster for me and flight routines for the solar sailor. Meaning we're set? Chun, like, returns to them. Well, like you users say, we won't know till we give it a try. Sora nods, and uh, they, they bake it. They use this thing... That they have to, it's called a solar sailor. I don't know why a computer, something inside of a computer world needs to be solar, but whatever. It takes them across this huge gap. Heartless fight them on the way. But uh, basically, they make it to the MCP. In the middle, it's a, it's a confusing room. It's a circular room with a walk, a fairly thin walkway around the sides. And that's the only place we can stand. In the middle is the giant glowing head of the MCP. Because the MCP is just like a cylinder, an orange cylinder, with a face on it. And Sark is also there. If you remember, he was like the MCP's second-in-command. He's more of a program like Tron, though. Who's that? Sark, the MCP's number two. Tenacious little bugs, your time is up. Prepare for de-resolution. Uh... They defeat Sark and some Heartless. Um, the commander tries to stand, but it's pretty weak. You are persistent, Tron. I'm also better than you. We would have made a great team. Uh, Tron, like, puts the final blow on Sark. And then uh, they all turn and look at the MCP. Now for the MCP. This thing is the MCP? That's it. Ugly, isn't it? Tron, don't you understand? We don't need users. We've advanced. They're superfluous. Be a part of me, and together the world will be ours to control. MCP, you still don't get it, do you? And uh, MCP's sort of been spinning there in the middle the whole time, and now it stops and looks at Sark. Sark. But he's lying unmoving. Sark, all my functions are now yours. And like this beam of data shoots into Sark and his body courses with energy and he grows. And now he's like two stories tall, easy. So we fight giant Sark while also having to attack these like blocker things. Presumably it's like a firewall or something protecting the MCP. So we have to like attack these to knock him out of the way and then use a special move with Tron where he uses that eradication program to actually damage the MCP. Eventually we beat them both though. Tron jumps for joy. We did it. I see Tron has a silly side too. I learned it from you. Of course, I do have my silly limits. Okay then, I'll tweak your program when I get back to the user world. You? Maybe we better not try that. Aw, uh, how about it, guys? Singing Tron, dancing Tron. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, okay, fine. But before I crash, Sora, Donald, Goofy, and all the users out there, thank you. 
You really helped me. You made me so much stronger. You taught me what friendship tr is truly all about, and I'll never forget it. As soon as I met you, I knew we were going to defeat the MCP and free the system. And he holds out a hand to Sora, who takes it, and Tron pulls Sora into a hug. Uh, isn't this what users do when they're sorry to say goodbye? Uh, it's a first for me. Of course, Tron. It's like a prom promise that we'll see each other again real soon. Okay, well then. Uh, and Tron gives each of them a hug. I promise. And he, he starts to back away slowly. Where are you going? And Tron waves and then jumps into like this pit where the MCP was. Uh, Sword Dolan and Goofy run to the edge and watch him fall. Tron! There's large rumbling as several, as several systems come back online. On the outside world, Goofy runs into the computer room. Uh, Things are settling down in town. The only Heartless left anywhere are the local variety. And it looks like there's fewer than before. Aerith. Now if we can just throw... Now if we can just get those three back in one piece. And the transfer system starts up and Sora, Donald, and Goofy appear in the room. You're here. Welcome back. Sora nods sadly. How's the town? A-okay. Not a single trace of the MCP either. Everything's back to normal. We made it. Yuffie. Hey, why the long face? What happened? Tron just disappeared. And he promised we'd see him again. And then an alarm similar to the one that would happen every time before the MCP talked sounds. <gasps> What's happening? And then it stops. Greetings, friends. System is up and ready for user input. Tron! Stay in touch. Yeah. And Donald runs over to the keyboard. Oh boy, oh boy! And starts typing. Hey, stop that, it tickles. Tron is ticklish? Sora grins and starts to walk to the computer and Goofy laughs. How about this? And he starts typing and Tron giggles. Please, stop that. Uh, and everybody laughs as Sora types. And then Yuffie to Aerith and Leon. I think Tron's been hanging around those guys too much. Wait, just a moment. I want to show you something I dug up from the system archives. You can see the town back when it was first built. Outside, in the still, like, fucked up part of the city, uh, Cloud is there, and he sees, looks in the sky and sees beams of light shooting upwards. Then Leon says, That's right, I remember now. And we see, like, little, sh like, it almost looks like there's just glitter falling throughout the whole city. But I think it's just like the natural state of this place is like light sort of falls like that. Uh, Sid and Merlin are uh, in the house and it's still like that in, inside too. Just, just like the old days. Hmm. I'd be fascinated to ascertain as to when the town got such a dreadful name as Hollow Bastion. And then the Sordal and Goofy and crew walk outside the castle. And they, they're looking around at all this, and Aerith says, You know, this town had another name once. Radiant Garden. And we do not get a Hollow Bastion title card, but we do get a Radiant Garden title card. Uh, at this point, I'll go ahead and tell you guys, all we have left are some secret bosses. 100 Acre Woods, Atlantica, and then a very long end game. <laughs> like the final couple worlds. You're not gonna sing Finny Fun again, are you? Not today. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> you know, when we oh, record no, again really? tomorrow, I'm gonna have to sing Finny Fun again. Oh my god. Many other shitty songs. I okay, so I'll this is my resignation tomorrow. from the podcast. No, you can't, Cronus. <laughs> Fuck us. Yeah, he's literally. It's not, it's not Finny Fun. I can't interpretive dance again. I don't even remember. I did last time. I don't remember the <laughs> choreography. <laughs> and look, I'm sorry, but uh, Finny Fun happens. You have to do the entire thing in Barbosa's voice. Oh, oh God. Yes. You want to destroy my throat. We're doing Atlantica last, then. Okay, deal. So I'm thinking. 
because we have two secret bosses that we can do. And there's a little bit of story around each of them. Not much, though. Uh, and Hundred Acre Wood and Atlantica are both a little... They feel long because so far we've seen like the first five minutes, basically, of each one. So they're each going to be a little longer, more like the first visits anyway. So I think the next two episodes, since they're also going to be shorter, is going to be Hundred Acre Woods and then one of the secret bosses and then Atlantica and the other secret boss. And then our first full-length episode back, we'll probably start diving into the endgame, going back to Twilight Town and then the organization's world. Is the secret boss, in fact, Mario? In fact, it is not. Oh, man. One of them um, we've we fought before. One is Sephiroth. Oh. And one... You mean Cloud. No, I mean Sephiroth. Yep. Nope. The silver-haired... In anime, silver hair means bad, Cronus. It does not. Don't ever disrespect Akashi like that ever again. Shonen's different. Akashi was bad. Akashi wasn't bad. He was traumatized. There's a difference. He was a baddie. I have a lot of opinions on Akashi, always. <laughs> but unless you guys have something else to you want to talk about, with Pride Lands or Hollow Bastion and Tron, I, do. I know oh, the Pride Lands one was pretty eh. Go ahead. I think uh, we should talk about your addiction now. We all got I... together and discussed it that, uh, you know, it's gotten out of hand. Is this a... an intervention? Yes. Uh... Oh, no. What, you see, the done? chains are just too much. We're oh, willing memories? to sit with you, Austin. Oh, those chains. We're willing to sit with you if you just agree to stop chaining us to our chairs. <laughs> <sighs> you drive a hard bargain. I suppose we can try it, but if you guys fuck me over, it's right back to chains. <laughs> and I don't mean of memories. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh man. Nah, but what I gathered from this episode is Sora needs to be taught an episode like a little bit about boundaries and how to uh, how to respect them and how to not gaslight your friends and be abusive when they have drama. He did gaslight poor Simba. Mm -hmm. Again, and Simba has drama. The other one, Mm -hmm. not again, not to excuse it, but I will again point out. This game came out originally in 2005. It was not a very caring time for mental health. So I'm not excusing it, but I get it. I think it highlights really well what was wrong in that time. Agreed. How many of the the members of the organization are dead right now? Oh, all of them other than Axel, who is kind of defected. Syax? Let's say, is he still a member? Technically. Well, well, I mean, it depends on your thoughts about it. I mean, he still wears the cloak, so. Uh, Syax, Zemnis, the big boss, Luke Sword, the gambling guy, and Zigbar, the uh, the as-if guy. Everyone else is dead. So we're never going to see Marluxia again? We'll see him again. Okay, good. I've been thinking a lot about his pink head. I'll go ahead and drop you with a little tease of something. That we'll we'll hear about several games from now, but it's not that big a deal. When somebody's heartless is destroyed, and their nobody is destroyed, the original person comes back. (gasps) So he's going to come back as his original self? Presumably. Oh, wow. Um, What game are we on right now? Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay, but how many games has that been so far? It is our third game. Okay, so Kingdom Hearts three. Um, is the it's next game, game is the next game the one uh, where we're gonna go f- and start from like Roxas's story? Yes, okay. we will see tons about the organization. Um, obviously, Marluxia and crew that was in uh, Castle Oblivion has to leave fairly early in Roxas's story to be in Castle Oblivion when he when they were. Uh, but 
we will dive into to the organization a lot in the next game. Okay, and that's the one that Lilith played, right? Yes. Okay. Lilith almost showed me uh, a spoiler, but she didn't. I walked in right when she uh, apparently got the final scene or whatever, and I'm like, what are you doing? And then she was like, trying to keep it away from me. Yeah, she she told me about that. <laughs> she didn't want you to see the ending, which I think is very valid. But that's all from us this week. Nope, I need to see the other part first. <laughs> our intro and our... outro music. Our intro and outro song is Dearly Reminded by Ayana Ultra. You can find his Bandcamp links in the show notes. You can also find a link to our Discord server in the show notes. But that is all for us this week. Bye. 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 Don't do it again. You can't. You can't do this to me. Hasta luego. Arrivederci. Guten Tag. I don't know how to say goodbye in German. Guten <laughs> Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>